Hey, check out my new smartwatch. It counts my puns. It really ticks me off. Oh, we track everything these days. And now with Sportsbet's AFL Same Game Multi-Tracker, you can track your multi live all in one place with Sportsbet. Conditions apply. What's gambling really costing you? Welcome to the official AFL Fantasy Podcast with the Traders. G'day with the Traders. I'm Rory. I coach Destroy and I'm here with Warney. Coach of the Warn Dogs. And Calvin. Coach Calvinator. Dog, today we're going to have a look at the mighty Brisbane Lions. They are mighty. Very fantasy mm. relevant they have been over the years and they will continue to be this year in 2022 with Lockie Neal, the big one. Yeah, yeah. fair call. Yep. Considering here for my team. $792,000 you will pay for him. He is value. So he's priced at 94.5, which is down from the 122 and a half that he averaged in his Brownlow year, Corona Bowl. Um, now, he hasn't delivered ever, a sub, well, ever he has. He hasn't delivered a sub-100 average <laughs> right. since 2014. Ever since then, is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I got you. I, got you. Now, I know where you're at. Yeah. Injury did affect his season last year. So he had that back injury um, and an ankle as well. So he's yeah. out of the side on three different oca- occasions. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he's well unders um, because of that. Because I think he's at that minimum 100. So yeah. you've got five points upside, let alone getting more towards what he's really been as a lion, mm. pushing up towards that. Well, I think he, I think he can be a one hundred five to one ten without thinking. So I therefore, think that's fair. ten points upside at a minimum, and yeah. therefore an easy pick for your a premium at under eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Lockie Neal, yeah, like you can't go wrong. Um, surely, like he, when we we rank our players here on price, and he is fifth on their list. Mm. Like, yeah, he was number one. In the comp last year. Exactly. Like that. He's, yeah. um, no, it's a bargain. His ownership at the moment is up to 36%. Yep. Mm. So, so everyone agrees. And so it should be. The thing with him, like Corona Ball did different things for some players. Some got a massive spike. Yeah. Some had a big dip. His spike was that time on ground. Yeah, that he was, was a big He was playing full-time mid and not leaving the ground. So that's probably the thing that he's not going 120. No. Like, he's so not going the, there. He gets two asterisks yeah. for his Corona Bowl year, doesn't Definitely. he? Definitely. Yeah. But he's still way under at 94. It's about his body being right yeah. because it wasn't right last year and therefore he gets the upside from that then. It's just also the fact that he is just better. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. just he's way better that than system that. than yeah. that. So, anyway, another player who has been... Um, a pretty decent option over the years is Jared Lyons, but oh, um, Jared. Like at the Lions, at the Gold Coast, he was like a mid nineties guy, so he was always sort of, you know, someone that you knew could score and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Went at one hundred and seven in Corona Ball, and I was like, going, uh, he's the type of burn man that had a big Corona Ball year." Yep, yep, yep. And then improved that to one seven. He was so, so good last year. You in the face, yeah, on the didn't scene. he? Dig on the face of that. So where he was massive though, averaged one hundred twenty four after the. Buy so what? That's yeah, huge. Great numbers there. So in that, he had ten scores over one hundred and twenty, um, with high scores. Captains, captains of one sixty one and one fifty three. Oh my yeah. god! What's Roy? your read on him? What do you reckon? One hundred and seventeen. <laughs> he won the BNF in my draft team. He's Can, the reason yeah. I won the flag. I picked him up late, yeah. and I did not expect that. No, that was huge. He goes at one fifteen again. All right, so he's a top eight midfielder. Yes, he is. Why can't he be? Well, there's no reason he can't he's be. He's worked it out. Does yeah. Neil improve, points get taken away a little bit there? He just doesn't get any attention. He never gets tagged. No. 
He does bits of everything. And he's got a ceiling he that does. is up there with the best. Yeah. He's an, he's amazing. He's a top eight. Roy's, he'd make the rolling. 100% he yeah. does. He's a walk-up. First round draft, dog. Their midfield's looking good. Old McCluggage, he uh, hit 100 from his 22 yep. games again. Dane Zorko just keeps going. He averaged 108. Like, holy hats. He'll be 33 at the start of this season. God, he finished your season well, Zorko. Didn't he ever? Yeah. He's just a machine. A very, very good player. Um, lost his forward status. So, oh, no. just ages where I'm... Well, you're not touching him in classic because unless you cow that picks fully priced players all the time, because I think hey. that is what you would call fully priced. Yes, yeah, so you wouldn't be picking is, him. I'd be willing to go despite yes. age a little bit early in draft because really? I reckon round six yep. forward status. He gets Could it he? back. I reckon he gets, he gets it back. It back. Yep. And then towards the end of the year again, when they need a bit of spark in the midfield, yep, we'll get him through the midfield. See, then this is something to note because if Warney drafts him, mm. he definitely gets forward status oh, that's in round six. Something to keep an eye on. <laughs> So, if, your draft, if your draft is after hours, yeah, we'll let you know. Check if Warney gets So it. when his average is there, <laughs> actually, what did I say? 107.7, 108.9. That probably changes things. I'm going to let um, <laughs> I'm going to let Pokey just take him because he sees that average next to his name. Yeah, I don't think he'll be disappointed, especially when he becomes a forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. He's always had forward status. Yeah. He will get it back. He will get it back. You don't lose it towards the end of your career. No. You get it. You get it. That's Daniel right. Rich is up high on that list as well because he had a career year, uh, turned 31 during the season. It was his best season, 98.1 from his 22 games. So uh, that was his first time into the 90s, which actually surprised me when I back, yeah. looked back through that. I Didn't thought he, he might have... The, sorry, you go. Oh, I thought he might have um, hit that at one point during his career. Didn't he lead the competition in kicks this year? He was big. He was yeah, I think he did. Kick, and that was due to probably the kick-ins. Didn't hurt did. him, he did it? king back there. Um, Birchall was second in line there, but he's retired. So does it just mean he gets more? Or yes. Who takes the kick-ins? I don't know. Like You'd want it in his hands, yeah. though, wouldn't yeah. He's the that, best kick. He's a yeah. booming left foot. Oh, he's good. No, so he's, I don't know. He's probably almost safe in there in the 90s. Like, obviously, he's got the 98 next to his name, but mm. he's a 95 guy. I he's a Easy. top six defender. Yeah. Roy? Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's, a, he's good. In the mix. Uh, I want to throw in Jared Berry. Probably an unlucky one for the discounts for Classic because he's got a 50.1 average next to his name because it was from nine games. Gets discounted off the uh, previous season. So that discount comes off his 89. So in Corona yeah. Ball in yeah. 2020. So a draft watch, really. 100%. Because he's just sitting there next to him, has a very low average that he's undraftable at 50. He could be better because he was wearing the vest. Yeah. And there's been articles about him. Fish, he's writing articles about. Oh, he's a very he good player. Yep. Well, I think he got drafted 17 and he was one of the most touted names in that draft yep. way back when. So I reckon he's a good player. And yep, A lot of their five. young kids are coming through now. So you've got Zach Bailey at 6'10". Still got the mid-forward status um, heading into his fifth year. So he's like in their next generation, you would say, of these lines that are going to... Yep. Be dominating for years to come. Uh, Price at 72. He's pretty consistent when he's out on the ground. Um, he didn't get his first ton until round 22. And mm. that was just a touch over against Collingwood, who were very easy to score against. So yeah. um, that's why he might he might be one of those players that are a little bit better player than what his fantasy. Yeah. Does. But he does exciting things. That's he does. And I see his time in the midfield increasing yeah. as well. So to be able to draft him as a forward, yeah. there is potential 
upside there. Yeah. Devin Robinson's another one that's midfield time, probably will increase over the uh, years. Yep. And he's at 5.19. Mid only, though, so not the same upside no, there, you no. would think. Pass. Uh, Cam Rayner is one that a few people are up and about with as a very cheap guy. Under 400k, so he's priced at 47 so he's got the Ford eligibility still. So he did his ACL in the preseason last year. And sitting here at this time last year, we were talking about mm. Rayner as an option. Because they were talking about him moving into the into midfield the and all that sort of thing. Interesting to see where he comes back. To, but to be priced at 47. Yeah. It's cheap. With Ford status. I think the thing is, it's just that worry of someone coming back from an ACL. Yeah. He's and had, he's had, coming into 12 months mm. at the start of the season kind of thing. Yeah. He's in 22% of teams at yeah. the moment. People are hot, cow. People love it. I don't. I think it's a no. Unless... He's in the mix. In the, he's in the squad. Okay. Right? What, what average is a fail from him? Yeah. Because he, he's best 22, so you could easily say, well, you'd be better off getting a basement rookie. Yeah. But do they hang around in the team? Yeah. He's safe in the team. He's priced at 47. What does, what does he average? You're probably needing 70 to 75. So, and you're not going to get it for that extra dollar. Value. You're not getting that from him. He's not averaging 75 this year. Isn't he? No. He should. I don't think he will. I guess for him, he is the preseason watch is important because if he is playing in the mid, then yes. But as a forward, no. He's not averaging that. Yeah, okay. Mm. It's a no for me, dog. Well, if you're considering him, Cow, Nakia Cockatoo priced at 40, would you think about that? Geez, that's getting cheap, isn't it? Uh, I'd need to see something. 339. 339, wow. Cam Rayner, though, he's number, former number one pick. Yeah. yeah. Got to pick him over Cockatoo. You'd think so. Look, they... I'm going to need to see something, though. Cam Boy. Ellis Yolman as a midfielder. We've got a little bit... 39. That's cheap. And he's cheap. He no, doesn't he play. doesn't get games. So here's the deal with him. So, because I'm, I'm seriously thinking, you, you see 47 against Rayner's name. It's it's just ridiculously low. So, we've got a little bit of extra wiggle room with the salary. Yeah. It's, you, a, it's a safer name yes. and player to have in your team than some of these rookies that could be fleeting. We can't afford to have rookies that aren't getting a game mm. when the season could potentially have a scrambling yeah. for a squad as it is, if you 100%. look at the way other sports are going. I, th- I think you spend up and play safe a little bit, Cal. So, before Corona Ball, I'm looking at... Now, this is when Cam Rayner yeah. was obviously a lot younger. So, Rayner hasn't done a lot. He no, played 22 not games a lot for, us to, for 45. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot for us to go back. It's just that hope that yeah. heading into this... It, the thing that really sits in my head is, though, coming back from ACL... Yes. And that reset of, you were going to get me moving into the midfield. Maybe that's Ford put again. back... By a bit of time. Okay. He's, Pass. In, the, he's right. in the squad. It's a pre-season watch. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Not for me, then. We can do that. Yeah. No, Answorth is probably a bit awkwardly priced. He's priced at 39 as a defender. He could go into the back line. So, that would be one to watch, I reckon. Just need to mention him, I think. Yes. Well, they no. need someone to take over from what Birchall was Birch, doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They so. need another guy back there. Uh, their ruck set up is the big O, um, 643K. 70, 76.7 average yard. So, now... He goes 80-plus. I would think so. Yep, this year. So, call that a little bit under scale. He finished the year well, averaged 86 after the bye, 91 in his last five, and scored 91 and 81 in the final. So, Mm. all above 
Yeah. And almost well above, you could say, with that for what he is priced at, yeah. for what he did for the season. So probably the big things from that, when I crunched the numbers pretty hard, was that um, Fullerton was basically there as his backup in the latter half of the season when Hipwood was out. Not that Hipwood was the... Uh, the backup ruck, it was more the fact that Joe Danaher was that backup ruck, and then when Hipwood was out, Danaher was playing forward. So right. that's the thing. So he wasn't the one needing to go into the ruck, and so that's what helped Big O. So um, McStay had a couple of hit-outs along the way, but they've got Darcy Fort coming in mm. to the squad, into yep. the team. Yep. Does he play? I think he's just a backup. He's a backup. Yeah. He'll pop his head in for a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But Big O, a good one for draft if you're punting those rucks. Definitely. Well, he, I think he ranks at 15th. So, yeah. For rucks. So, where does he go that. to then? So, that's 76.7. Does he go mid 80s? Yes. I think he can. So, the 86 that he had after the buy. Yeah. Yep. That's what he is. Could I be. Think that's a good. He's probably 10 unders. Preview. Yeah. Mm. Got married in the off season. Oh, 11 okay. unders. <laughs> uh, a couple of rookies Could go either way Monitor to monitor Harry Sharp Roy, we had him Oh no um, Scored Sharpie. 42 and 20 for us Jeez, he's cheap Wasn't even a sub So he's 198k So for someone that's played a couple of games mm. Still getting him very cheap So um, Not going to be a massive scorer But just one to monitor If they gave him a couple of games He was a kid, remember He was still in year 12 Yes Like going that's to right. school So What's his claim to fame? For speed well, he's, just, he's a speedster. Yeah. 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 Pretty sharp. Now, yeah. uh, Eli Smith is 190K, so waiting on him. 21 year old. talk now. about Eli. Yeah, he always pops in. So, yeah. He's 21 now. 21. <laughs> 21 just now. Must be on the list. Worth is highly uh, selected because you've seen his name fly around there. Age, Last man. couple of games of the VFL were 70 and 78, but yeah, I'm not sure if he is really in the mix for them. The other one, too, is Connor McFadgen. He is a mid-forward, 190k, average 67 in the VFL from his eight games. So he's been on the list since 2018. Yeah. So Hard it's just game. these guys that have been mm. on the list for that long and they're still there. Hard that's team the to crack thing. into, isn't it? it uh, definitely. And that's, that's why they're watch list type guys is yeah. because... If you've been on the list that long, yeah, like, and they're still in the window, and they, yeah, you got to force those guys ahead of you out. You're not gifted games. That's the tough no. thing for them. Lines are interesting though. Fair bit to look at as we will wrap up all of these teams over these next few weeks here on the AFL Fantasy Podcast, which you can catch at afl.com.au on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to keep clicking back to afl.com.au and the AFL Live app to get all your pre-season content from us, the traders. You've been listening to the official AFL Fantasy Podcast. For more expert advice from the traders, head to afl.com.au slash fantasy. Hi, I'm Nat Edwards. The only place to get your daily footy news inside 20 minutes is on AFL Daily. Get the jump on other fans each weekday morning as AFL Daily sets the agenda on footy's biggest stories. A no-holds-barred, introspective look at the AFL world hits your podcast inbox each morning at 7.30. So subscribe to AFL Daily wherever you get your podcasts to never miss a moment.